Welcome to the Promethean Perspective Lenten series. Lent is such a wonderful time of the liturgical year, and I feel it was my duty to do some kind of course or series for the listeners here on the podcast. So, starting now, for the 40 days before Easter, I'm going to be doing a Lenten series. Every day, I'm going to be releasing an episode that's only a few minutes long, and you can easily fit into your day. I'm going to inspire, encourage, challenge, and maybe give you some insight to have a fruitful and beneficial Lent. I hope you enjoy and welcome. Welcome to March the 3rd, 2020. Uh, Today is Tuesday in the first week of Lent. So for those of you that don't know, um, on this day in 2018, uh, which was two years ago, the Vatican's Congregation for Divine Worship and the Sacraments officially added a new celebration to the Church's liturgical calendar. You ready for it? Drum roll. (laughs) Sorry for my awful drum roll. Uh, But the congregation had issued its decree nearly a month early on February 11th, 2018, and this liturgical calendar was the Feast of Mary, the Mother of God, which would be celebrated each year on the Monday after Pentecost in an effort to increase devotion to our Blessed Mother. Uh, The Marian title wasn't a new one because in 1964, uh, the Second Vatican Council, Pope Paul VI, gave Mary that designation, but the title Mother of the Church has been used as early as the 12th century. So in an encyclical on the rosary, um, Pope Leo XIII, I believe, referred to Mary by that title, and Pope John Paul II commissioned commissioned a mosaic uh, for outside his papal apartment that depicted Mary as the mother of the church. So even prior to the Vatican's announcement in 2018, dioceses in Poland, Argentina, and other countries were already celebrating the feast. Uh, This year, the Feast of Mary, Mother of the Church, is celebrated on Monday, June the 1st. How beautiful. Um, Today's reading is Matthew 4, verse 3 to 4. Uh, The tempter approached and said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. Jesus said in reply, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Many temptations, which to human mind seems minor, go much deeper. They have to do with whether we want to live up to our true identity or not. And you know, it's very interesting that the the first words on the lips of the tempter pick up the identity of Jesus. You you see that he says, "If you are the Son of God," you know he's not he's not dumb enough to say, "Do you want to be what that voice from heaven said you are?" You know, when you were baptized by John. Instead, the tempter suggests that that Jesus uses his power as the Son of God for show, to play into his audience and become more popular. Um, you know, zap some stones into bread, like essentially Satan is saying to him. Um, But Jesus doesn't fall for it. He goes to the heart of the matter, that he's been sent by the Father to use his power as the Son of God to bring salvation to the people. And his food is God's word. And straight answers are the best, especially when we're tempted, uh, whether that be by Satan or whether that be by temptation through other people, Satan working through other people. And the person that you usually have to straight talk yourself, that you have to talk to yourself straight about is um, yourself. You have to be honest and vulnerable and authentic with yourself. Yourself and the Lord. During these 40 days of Lent, I encourage you to be extremely authentic, be extremely vulnerable, be honest and straightforward with yourself 
with your Lord because God is perfect. God is authentic. God is vulnerable. God is pure. And if you try to correlate your heart to that, then you will have the most wonderful relationship in the world with our Lord. For the pure of heart shall see God. I hope you're having a wonderful month thus far. God bless you.